Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. Satnam. This is Hariram, introducing another episode. We got the nod with our special guest, Alpa Sony. Alpa lives in the UK and has a busy network, as she says in the interview, kind of a full-time job now, disseminating truth, doing many interviews with a lot of brilliant people from different parts of the world, different disciplines. So I was honored and very positive responding to her request to have a conversation a while ago. And so we're going to present this in two parts. Part one, Alpa and I speak about the main theme. The overriding theme is the importance of humor keeping a sense of humor, especially in times of distress and confusion and corruption, what have you. And we had some good laughs during the interview. I hope you do too. We spoke also about soulmates, twin flames, the spiritual path as it pertains to what's happening on the planet right now and how we can rouse each other and come together in community and supporting one another in this global awakening before us. Keep smiling, keep laughing, and we hope you enjoy the interview. Let's do it. We are recording okay. now. Hurry, Ram. I have been so, so excited all day about this. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? <laughs> that smile. Well, <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I've, I've been looking forward to this conversation too, because I know we, you first introduced the ideas um, ages ago, a month ago, I think, a month ago or something. And uh, and I was intrigued, of course, um, having heard some of your interviews to um, to do this. So yeah, well, you you know, I remember you very, very specifically, Harry Ram, because when I was on this lonesome journey, you know, and with that song in the background, lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely, and there this man, this person that came out really loudly and like supporting everything that I was saying, that was you. And I remember the first few posts I made about Trump 
um, there was all these like, you know, the reciprocity from you was not only cool because I needed that. So thank you. Cause mm. there was literally like a few people that, you know, you, you've been through the same sort of um, journey mm. with the, the backlash uh, of uh, supporting our lovely Donald, but I just remember you and it just made me laugh. And you know, you never can underestimate you can never underestimate the impact that you're having on someone. And for, I would look forward to your post. I would literally laugh out loud. There have been moments, right, where I've been sat just like, I don't really get a chance to look at people's stories. I just like, you know, see whatever I can. And there's so much information out there. How can you keep in touch with it all? Mm -hmm. But when I would look at your stories, I literally have spat my coffee out. <laughs> Make me laugh so much. So... The motivation to speak to you, first of all, is because I just love your spirit, both just in mm -hmm. every way. Um, I've been sort of following you guys and your energy is beautiful. And um, you're obviously a part of this movement. I saw you with uh, Sasha of uh, how to pass a camel through the eye of a needle. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, one second, one second. See, Kenda wanted to get involved there. Can you hear that? Sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, I, um, you know, have been watching some of your stuff and you've you done a chat with uh, Sasha Stone and um, just the generic theme is this lovely, light, vibrant energy you both have. And I think, and I thank you for it. I just thank you for mm -hmm. it. So that has been one of the main reasons I wanted to speak to you because we're all on the same journey. Um, and yeah, so if you could just tell my viewers a little bit about yourself um, and the school of NAD. Yeah, we'd love to tell you something about that. Um, and uh, first of all, since you mentioned Sasha, I'll, 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 I'll start with addressing that because uh, yeah, I think he helped to bring people like you and I together. I probably started following him around the same time, I imagine. <clears throat> and I did hear your interview, most of it just uh, before this call. It was great to, to hear you both speaking one of the things I love about Sasha Stone is is his irreverent sense of humor. <laughs> Coming back to your initial point, um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been on a spiritual path uh, for many years, so I, I could I could go on and give you a lot of background. So it's hard even to try to encapsulate. But sure. one thing I look for, you know, and this is what I say to people: anyone who's looking for a spiritual mentor a guru, if you will, my, my advice is simple. If you do not witness and see very clearly a wild, eccentric sense of humor in that person, he or she, that master, within one minute, and I'm being generous, <laughs> my, my advice is to turn around and run as fast as you can. <laughs> Um, and, and, and this is, you know, we could go into defining what that means, because I think it doesn't necessarily mean that that person doesn't have a, a wild, eccentric sense of humor, but perhaps the resonance isn't there, you know, that you are not really in a, in a, on the same vibrational yeah. resonance. And in that case, I say again, run, you know, there, there's lots of, well, maybe not many, but there are <laughs> other <laughs> spiritual teachers out there. You know, this was my experience for sure. Um, sure. I, one of my first, te the teachers that comes to my mind is my shiatsu master. I studied shiatsu oh, in nice. Toronto between 91, 93. And 
the first meeting, and I, it's interesting because I went to the massage school actually to, to do, they had an open house for the massage program, which I was looking into. My friend had recommended that I look into this. Um, and as fate would have it, they, they set it up so the shiatsu director came out into the lobby where we we're all waiting for the, you know, the discussion and, and tour of the school kind of thing. And he spoke first before the massage director. Okay. And the school is named after him. So it was appropriate that he had that honor. And as soon as I saw him walk into the room, I was like, Oh my God, who is this person? Right? Uh, he was from Japan um, and his English wasn't perfect, but there was something about him, his aura and this, this, this humor, I felt his humor right away. I was sort of big smile across my face. And sure enough, he, he came through, he made me laugh, I think within Minutes. 30 <laughs> seconds probably. But you know, and the thing is not everybody else there got his sense of humor, Yeah. right? He's a master. And I got it. And I, yes. and I was, I was, I think almost immediately say, I'm, I'm going to sign Legend. up for that course. Forget, <laughs> about, forget about the massage program. <laughs> yeah. So. You, yeah. You see, you can pick up that energy. It's a bit like, um, you know, the, the hatred people in the world have had for Trump and no one can actually see that he is the funniest. Oh he my God. So funny. <laughs> and I see that because my father's like that, you know, there's just this, that in, inappropriate or what may seem to be inappropriate humor. It's quite sharp and sure. Um, and what would appear to be rude, but it's actually a very black and white sense of speaking, you know? And, and he says it with this cheeky little smirk and smile. So when you meet people like that, it's this energy that they exude. And what you've picked up with this, uh, this guy, this Japanese guy, you know, you can, it, it's unspoken words, but it's this sort of facial expression. Um, um, along with the energy that they have that you can actually embrace straight away. So I get you. I hear you on that 100%. And that's how I felt about you. Like, seriously, it was, it's an energy that comes through your posts, right? And an energy that we all carry that's just so individual to ourselves. Yeah. That's a miracle, isn't it? Because, you know, I like to make fun of, well, text messaging. That's why I love, one of the reasons I love emojis. And <laughs> <It> memes. memes. <laughs> Yeah, and GIF, and even Jiffy's now, I'm using those now, <laughs> is because text messaging itself is inherently flawed. I've been saying this for years now because 100%. I had to learn the, the hard way. I got into so many silly, unnecessary arguments, you know, online with friends, strangers too, right? Because it, there's pixels on a white screen, you know, it's, it's, it's virtually impossible to, to read a text message. Yeah, you know, I was so much in agreement with that. As a person intent. That's why I love to use emojis, image, voice too. I, I hear there's a, a new app uh, that allows us to communicate with our voice more. It's one of the things that frustrates me about uh, most of the social media, right? Except for you know, using Messenger or WhatsApp, something like that. I can use my voice to communicate rather Absolutely. than... Well, yeah. that says a lot of what's happened in the last 10 years more acutely, isn't it, Harian? Because social media, through the advent of social media, we've had smartphones, social media, smartphones haven't made us very smart. They've actually lessened the scope to communicate effectively um, and this reliance on, unfortunately, on our phone. 
and the misinterpretation of one's emotions, tonality. I mean, I'm very much a feelings person, so I need to see people's face. I need to, I read people's uh, emotions. I read their energy. Sometimes like, you know, you can write something on text and you can, it can appear to be abrupt. I mean, I, I used to be very one wordy before because I just can't have a whole dialogue over text. It's just too laborious. There's so many things that I even want to write on Facebook and, you know, all the people that message me and stuff, but one, it's just, it's, it's too much. It's better to feel a person when they're speaking like this, you can really sense the energy there. Um, yes. And it, we're all energy, right? We're all about energy. So yeah, the texting, communicating over, over that way. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately, that's become habit now or over WhatsApp and people literally writing to each other on that one is, whereas you could have explained something far quicker face to face or speaking over the phone at least, you know? Yes. And, and just getting back to your point about, you know, Donald Trump, let's get him out of the way. He might come back again. <laughs> no, no, no. Still um, stick to Donald yeah. Trump. We love him. <laughs> oh, I, love, I could talk about Donald Trump for the whole conversation because like you said, he is, he makes me laugh. In fact, he's, again, so <laughs> I see him in a way as a master, as a master. And he's the first that I can, in my whole entire life, the first politician, if you can call him such, that makes me laugh. I can't think of one politician, really. <laughs> Very few exceptions that, that have had that ability to make me laugh out loud. loud. <laughs> you know, like just, just the way he has his pet names for all the players, like you know, Pocahontas, <laughs> Crazy Nancy. <laughs> right? It's, it's, there's an instant. And how people miss that. Um, in fact, I miss it for a while. I was, I love myself. I miss myself. him now. <laughs> I said, I'm right. missing him. I miss Trump at the moment. Oh, yes. That, that was the other thing. I admit, I'm, I'm suffering from withdrawals. Yeah. <laughs> Trump the door. Oh, it, was Trump. Fun, it was funny, right? Because up, up until the election, and, you know, even after, but up until the election, his, his presence in my life was, was amping up like all these. I couldn't keep up with all his speeches and I wanted to listen to every one, right? Because <laughs> it's just so it's just so entertaining and and his message and it's so important Absolutely. as well, right? And I don't want to miss anything. And, and then all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, what's your favorite yeah. Trump? What was one of your favorite Trump moments? Favorite Trump moments. Oh, that's that's a good. Good question. Well, let, good let me question. help you out with one. I just one sprung to mind, which I just always laugh out loud in my head when I think about it was when he was with the Vatican. I don't know if you saw that. And he's he's caught oh. or someone's done a meme where he's tickling the Pope's hand. And, oh, he's, yeah. got that, <laughs> and he's got that. I shared that. And then when he's walking in front of the Queen in um, Buckingham Palace and he's just walking around like as if he doesn't like care and yeah. she's behind oh, him. Right. Right. Of course, I was I wasn't following him back then. I, I wasn't following politics that closely because I I was for a long time on the left and which meant more nihilistic. I saw the whole political game as, as just this construct. And it was, you know, <clears throat> a chessboard that's being manipulated on both sides. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, um, so. Trump opened up a whole new world, really, for me. It's interesting we speak about memes, um, because I was, if I was looking at any memes before my my awakening, really first, really being able to see him for who he is again, um, the memes that I would 
view and even share were, you know, the on the other side, looking back, they weren't funny, right? They were <laughs> right, they're lacking imagination and and soul. And and so coming, this is one of the things I was so <laughs> joyous. It felt like coming home, coming to the, the Trump side, if you will. Um, I, I started to see all these, these hilarious memes and, and yeah, you know, going, wow, this is what I've been missing, right? The imagination and, and, you know, and that's why, as you said, you've, if you've been witness to, I haven't yeah. stopped sharing. No, but it has, it's provided us all, the, all a bit of um, humor and banter, as us Brits say, in these kind of not so um, easiest times because we're living in, I think, amazing times. I mean, I'm so grateful, wouldn't you agree, to be um, privy to seeing the other narrative. Some people call it awakened, some, whatever label we want to give it. You know, I'm not so um, big on labels, but we're on this other side where we're actually seeing um, this movement for what we think it is. And you know, the atrocities that have happened on the planet, the sort of piecing together, connecting all the dots, um, and then moving forward in this sense of, you know, emotional resilience and inner tenacity, um, and a, a sense of like humor that takes us through it. Because if we're all too serious, it, it th that's not gonna help. And that's not gonna help the energies at this time, especially if you live here in the UK, you have to have a sense of humor, otherwise you're just all screwed. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't imagine right now. Um, do you want to share about that? I, you, you remind me of, um, <clears throat> you know, as a teacher, you mentioned the School of Nod. Um, yes. I've been, besides doing the Shiatsu training, I, I studied uh, Kundalini Yoga teacher training many years ago, and I've been also teaching in various capacities for a few decades now. Um, and I, one of the things I love to come back to is uh, the Toltec agreements. Uh, as brought to us, you know, by Don Miguel Ruiz, his first book, the you know Four Agreements. Um, I distilled them into two. I like to simplify things even more. I, and <laughs> so the way I described the, the two Toltec agreements, according to Hariram, is one: be impeccable with every word, thought, and action. Yeah. You know, to live in total alignment. I know you're into this because of you know, what you've been following. And, 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 and then the corollary, of course, is the second. All we need is really, you know, it's like the yin and yang. The second one being, of course, do not take anything personally. This is where I've embellished. Do not take anything personally, literally, nor seriously. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> emphasis, emphasis on the seriously. <laughs> Right, because we, if, especially now, right? If, if we take this stuff seriously, it's it's a, a one-way trip to to hell, right? Yeah, yeah. All the shit that's going on right now on the planet, you know. Hundred percent, and and I like that what you said there because we need to employ this kind of energy. Have you been struggling in your relationship? Do you feel neglected by your partner? physically, emotionally, or spiritually? Do you feel criticized, ignored, or judged? Do you long for a deeper connection? Do you feel a call to step into a greater version of yourself as part of a sacred partnership? If you answered yes to any of these questions and you know in your heart that there is more to your relationship than what you've currently accepted as possible, 
then we invite you to check out our new masterclass titled The Five Keys to Everlasting Bliss in Sacred Partnership. In this free webinar, you will learn the five keys to creating a prosperous and blissful relationship. You will learn what you must do to keep your relationship sacred. The top three ways to move out of codependence and into co-creativity. The one thing necessary to make your relationship flourish for the long term. The secret to cultivating a never-ending honeymoon. And how to do all of this without spending years and vast resources on traditional relationship counseling. We believe it is completely possible to live in blissful communion indefinitely. Yes, the honeymoon need never end. Satkirtan and Haridam have between them more than 35 years experience leading classes, workshops, kirtans, and retreats. Simply go to schoolofnod.com and register to watch our free masterclass for couples. Now, back to the podcast. We only have ourselves that are the masters of our own life and what we feel. There's not another person like us, is there? There's not another person like you on the planet. There's not another person like me um, on the planet. Last time I checked anyway. <laughs> you never know with all this AI. They might have you know, got another one of me somehow, but I haven't let them uh, go anywhere near me with a PCR test. <laughs> So well, that's, that's an interesting point, too, because I, I don't know about you, but I, uh, every once in a while, somebody says, I, I met your twin. I know you have. And I always, I always well, show me some evidence, right? I think, well, <laughs> rarely do I even meet this person or see a picture, right? You have to meet this person, right? And so I'm also reminded of a curse, what's the famous Polish director. He, he, he made this film back in the 80s called The Double Life of Ronnie. Right. It's in yeah. French. Um, based on this idea that we do have, we have a twin, a perfect twin, you know, identical twin out there somewhere. Um, whether it's true or not, uh, it's an interesting story. And then of course the doppelganger, you may be thinking of the doppelganger, because you know, if, if we have this belief that there are many dimensions or of course, parallel yeah. universes, yeah, it's yeah. a very fascinating. 100%. Theme. You mentioned twins, yeah. Hmm? I mean, we talked, there's a, a lot um, that's circulated uh, on social media or on the internet about the concept of twin flames. Um, mm -hmm. And I think you mentioned that in, in some of your posts, um, both you and um, Kirtan, she's just so, um, Kirtan Kaur, is that Hari Kirtan Kaur? Is that, yeah. Sat Kirtan, I'm Yeah, you're Sat Kirtan Kaur. Adiram Singh, full and spiritually, and her, and her name is Sat Kirtankar. Yeah, Sat meaning truth. I love that, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you both are so cute together. And, and just the energy that you have is amazing. And, I'm, you know, I, was, I thought she was going to come on today as well. <laughs> well, we could, we could, I'm sure we could, she is around. We could maybe <laughs> convince um, her. To yeah, no, she's definitely more like, welcome. But yeah, the, the concept no. of twin flames um, and your mm -hmm. twin, could your twin be the, so the opposite of your, you in terms of the masculine or the feminine so part of you? What are your views really on, on how that sits with a soul coming into this planet as half? Just if that, if that question makes sense. 
So the whole concept of twin flames is that, you know, we need our other um, soul counterpart to complete us, right? Um, is that true? Do you, yeah. you, you resonate with that theory or that concept? Mm. Po. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> no, one, no, one of my favorite words is po, actually. It's, um, and I, cause I forget the, the Italian-American linguist who came up with this word. Because Osho, the master Osho, by the way, one of the greatest sense of humors of all Loved time. Him. Yeah, right. about, um, Osho introduced me to this word, po, which, which means yes and no. It's a very good word, right? Helping us to navigate through this world of duality. You know, it's based on this, this theory, if you will, that there is no absolute yes nor absolute no in, in this world of Maya. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's my so I have to say Poe because I, I feel that, you know, twin flames and, and before I even say anything more, I think I want to say that labels, I, I, I don't like getting into labels too much because people can easily get hung up and, you know, compartmentalize. Oh, twin flame is this soulmate is that and then, you know, right, there's this group group um, consensus that twin flame is such and such so yeah i, I hesitate even to, to to refer to satkirtan as my twin flame for this reason uh so often i just i used to use soulmate because um but yeah i think definitely there is a completion in a sense and yet if two people are not whole in themselves then then they're going to be asking for trouble whether it's their soulmate or whomever right because you know, this, that, that usually leads to codependency. Right? I love that. Yeah. And, yeah. And in, in our, in our teaching, because we do work with singles and couples where we're calling in more couples. In fact, tomorrow we have a Tantra play shop here. For anyone, <laughs> nice. for any, for anyone happens to be in the Guatemala region uh, tomorrow evening, uh, we'll be serving cacao, the best cacao in the world, of course, here in Guatemala. And we do this once a month called Tantra play shop. For couples, although singles can also attend, uh, we do a lot of. It's a it's super fun, and um, you should do stuff on Zoom. Yeah, well, this is it. We're 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 bringing the the couples work now into our online uh, offerings because up until recently, we've been working primarily with singles right. in terms of helping people to call in to attract their ideal soulmate, yeah. right? Instead of looking, right? Because a lot of, you know, these dating apps or whatever is all about going out, externalizing and looking, where is she? Where is he, right? Instead of coming into yourself, becoming a whole, more whole, and thus attracting that ideal soulmate. So that, in a way, that's a better term for me to say ideal soulmate, because I feel that we have many soulmates in, in a, certainly in, in a lifetime. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and types of soulmates, right? Yeah. And yeah. coming from the, you know, Kundalini yoga tradition, I like to remind myself that, you know, ekankar, satnam, we're one creator, one creation. We're all one. You know, we are God. God is Beautiful. manifest through all of us. So, in a sense, you know, in a greater sense, there is no separation. Um, oh, beautiful. I love that. I absolutely love that because uh, 
very similarly I am of that view um I have kind of touched on these subjects you know the twin flame soulmates I've pondered on these uh, concepts these theories or these um, evaluations and conclusions and like yourself um you know I draw upon being complete and whole as a person and it's that shiv shakti energy where you're two complete people and merging together in divine unity um and if you are operating from low vibrational like fears anxieties etc and looking towards someone to complete you that is certainly the codependency energy so this is what's going on around at the moment this outwardly dependency on the twin flame uh, subject, which is why I brought it up. And um, when I first came across it, you know, I started reading a lot about it just because it had the association with the 1111 um, number. So I started seeing that so much myself. Um, and then I thought I, I was inquisitive and started you know, inquiring, inquiring, and the whole stuff with numerology started uh, coming to my the forefront of everything that was doing these synchronicities. Um, and I just have concluded, like yourself, that being complete and whole within self, in that sense of duality, and embracing the dark and the light within you, then we come to this centralized synthesis of our actualized being. Um, and therefore, we are in a place of non-judgment and in this exuberant state of this, you know, sense of humor, come on, these times are a little bit trying at the moment, but you can see that in, in everything that you're doing, not to be disrespectful by any means, but just having that sense of joy because now is all we have, right? Now yes. is all we have. And it took me a long time to get here, but I really am with you on that one. So thank you. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you. Well, it's, it's nice, you know, when we can tie in these different elements, because for me, humor is all about the heart. True humor comes from here. I mean, the belly is also obviously involved. But um, so to, to find true humor, then I think one has to come to that place of, of self-awareness, self-love. Yeah. Otherwise, again, we're looking outside of ourselves to be, you know, humored. And again, codependency, right? You, you better make me laugh, right? Or else. Right? <laughs> I, you're fired. <laughs> no, because I, I feel like. Are you making me cry? <laughs> yeah. The two people who are whole have, have discovered the true humor for me, which is in the heart, from the heart. And thus, then just their, their coming together is humorous. The laughter comes spontaneous. Yeah. Not just when you're laughing all the time out loud. Of you know, the, the smile is there, the joy, and, and life then is a celebration. Uh, you know, codependency is, is none of that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so, shared yeah. misery. We've got the nod. Gotta have that nod. We've got the nod. Gotta have that nod. And this concludes part one of our two-part interview conversation myself, Hariram, and Alpa Soni. So please make sure to tune in for part two next week. Thanks again. Satna. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, 
If you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Satnam! Satnam!